<laughs> yeah, guys, it's Ted Shy back at it again, and you already know what time it is. It's time for that Shed Time podcast. Let's get it, yo. Sahatis. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shed Time podcast. You know what it's all about. Shed heads unite. It's time. The One hour minute. of shedliness is upon us. We, uh, we've been getting very deep and already. philosophical already emotional up already so you know you already know that the we we brought today must be some hot fire and dude fuck, i got some shit no fuck routine i'm jumping into hot fire right dude, now first. i need to know what you got <laughs> so so we picked up um some some fire sunset sherbert First of all, mm. which is not what I brought to the table with me today. That sunset though has been doing me fucking a huge solid. But this right here is some Mandarin sunset that I'm messing with today. Mandarin sunset. Yo. Alright. I'm gonna get this focus button on so y'all can get this Mandarin sunset chunk on camera and you guys can actually see what we're what we're dealing with. Like Oh shit. Look at this beautiful nug. Look at how dense that is. My mouth is. started watering. Yeah, dude. Now, the crazy thing about the this. the oranges on it. Right? Craziest thing about this is, like, when you smell this nug, it's like, everybody's heard me say it before about, like, like tangies and stuff, that rotting orange peel kind of thing. Like, just overload of, of, of orange rind kind of a smell on the nose. But when you smoke this weed, it, there's almost no orange at all. It's almost no citrus. It's just super heavy on that beta caryophyllene. And uh, for those of you listening who aren't familiar with beta caryophyllene, that is the terpene that is responsible for that like creamy but kind of musty flavor. If you know what I'm saying, like uh, kind of similar to like uh, old musty books. But like it's also oh, kind the of a old library flavor. Smell. I was gonna say yeah. when you bust the open old an old library, library smell. book and it's like yeah, <laughs> or or like you're you go in the basement and you find the old uh, the old Walk box full of box or, or uh, a books of uh, yeah of uh, photos and shit like that. Like it has that kind of funky That's flavor paper, to it. Yeah, and uh, the high that I get from this is somewhere between a sativa creative high and an indica mellow. So, like, I totally just want to veg, but I want to veg and, like, play Minecraft and build a fucking castle. You know what I mean? Like, I want to veg and, like, write draw poetry or draw pictures. Like, Even yeah. though we all know we, none of us here on this show can draw. Yeah, that's um, true. Except uh, for Ashton. I feel like Ashton's the only one that got us. Like, we need to have him on the show and do a picture of this uh, on the green. We did. That's and I, I, the only thing I drew that was great was, like, a Trump face. And he was like, remember that shit? Oh, yeah. That's I, right. I forgot. That's right, dude. See, I drew that's a turd. Much... I drew yeah. a pile of poop. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you, Sean. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback for that though. Yeah, it's, dude. Was worth the I totally remember that, dude. Sean drew a pile of shit. Oh my shit. god, I forgot all about that. I just drew a turd. That's where you insert that clip of the green yeah. room. Nah. The turd. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. So uh along with that Mandarin, I am vaping on this dude right here. 
It's Ooh, that yeah. uh, lime green monarch ultralight body with the uh, beautiful brass top. Got me a wood button just to kind of complement the brass notes that's yeah, going dude. on in here. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, of course, Lair Cake gang representing today. We got the Lair Cake with the gold band, of course, because, you know, brass, gold. Got to make it all happen with the stay gold chop top. This some bitch is loaded with those Breeze Tones triple twenty six coils. Um, God damn it, Breeze Tones, singing Dude, like Celine Dion. Triple twenty sixes in the layer cake are so fucking good. Oh, so warm, so oh. rich and flavorful, and we're talking a rich and flavorful vape because you're talking about such a condensed Addy. Yeah, Primitive Vapor Company's Berry Milk Pie. It's just perfect because it's like their their whole buttermilk pie thing doing that like wicked dense rich creamy uh, buttermilk custard flavor is just fucking out of control. So it's just killing it in that thing. And then uh, just like Friday, still got that vert, got the Sammy Nitro goon going right now because this was the one that we built when we brought Sammy Nitro on for the build off, and uh, got that bat chop top in this one. And I have yet to put this under my black light and watch it glow in the dark. I'm, I'm probably fucking up. Because um, this is actually a glow in the dark drip tip that I've never made glow. And uh, on that, I'm dripping the very end of Sifu Mustache's Duchess Cheesecake. Because uh, I did some, uh, some photos for the homie Duchess and his new coils that he's getting ready to release this April. So, uh, guys, watch out for that all over Instagram. I'm sure you're going to start seeing more and more of it. Um, you know, dude's working hard to uh, to make some fire coils. So, you know, shout out to him. And uh, that's really it for me. So, I got to know, James has been going hard in the fucking paint at the dispensary lately. And dude, uh, I, I got that stimmy in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what happens, bro. Got me stimmy check, mates. Got, got it in, dude, and it's good. No, I, I didn't really go that crazy. But I have taken a couple trips to the dispensary lately. And uh, let's just say I, I have more in my cannabis selection than I have in my vape selection, like well, by far, <laughs> by far. But no, I'm saying like it's like five times as much as I, as I have. So oh. let's just get into it. Going um, so, hard. Uh, yeah, uh, of course, all of the concentrates that I'm going to be partaking in tonight are going to be going in uh, Mr. Ted Shine, uh, my Puffco Pete, you know, a little Ted. Uh, shed time with Ted Shine. Uh but I've got uh, two different sativa strains that I, I picked up this week from a, a company that I just found out about and I've really been enjoying some Crisco some some of their live rosins and I've got a little bit of some uh, strawberry cough drop Ooh. along with some Cindy White Grease Monkey that I've actually really been enjoying like the Shit. profile on this one really nice Cresco, definitely uh... some sativas for sure Cresco's making some big moves too. Dude, they um, are, man. And because, like, I don't know. They I just. Think it might just be a Cali thing because uh, the shop I went to was doing a promo where it's like you buy two um, grams of Crisco and then I got a free one gram Cardo. Oh, shit. Uh, from them as well, which is uh, Rocket Fuel and uh, Mac. Yeah, Cresco. Which is actually pretty nice, dude. And this is a live rosin. Cresco um, does it right. Cardamine, dude. They're, they, uh... they, was, they hooked the brother up, bro. 
and, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Uh, from my understanding, <coughs> Cresco is actually operating in all of the legal states. Yep. So um, I know here in Massachusetts, they actually just purchased uh, three dispensaries. So now they actually will be owning and operating three dispensaries and here in the state of Massachusetts. They're a good company, so, man. They're a good little company. For yeah, sure. they're That's, on the it rise. Seems like they're expanding for sure. Yeah, they are on the rise, and they're making a quality product, which is fucking important because you know. You want somebody who Dude. makes a quality product if they're going to be coming up and taking that big of a stake in that market. You know what I'm Speaking saying? Speaking of another quality product as well, um, I found, just found out about these guys here, uh, King's Gardens uh, Extracts. Um, they're actually uh, King's Gardens Royal Concentrates for this one right here, which is actually some oh, shit. GMO Shatter, Woo! believe it or not. Yeah, My man. I, I, I found some Shatter, guys. It's been a while since I've seen some. He found and, some uh, GMO. And it was GMO. So I was like, uh, fuck yeah, give me that. Uh, um, I need uh. it. And dude, such, such, like, I think this was like $30, of course, before tax, which would probably bring it up to like more like the $40 mark for, for I, don't, I don't remember what the taxes. But still, decently priced, really nice flavor on this man it tastes just Mushroom like tarts. some gmo bro it mm. is fire and i also got to some of this which is another uh one from king's gardens and this is uh more of like a batter and this is a banana og crossed with jack and this stuff's Ooh. pretty nice as well and especially in the puffco because you do get those nice banana og like flavors like those banana notes to it really do dig that stuff and then uh last but not least for the the dabs i picked up a little bit of some alien labs and this is some blueberry alien mints and uh this stuff's pretty damn tasty as well definitely more of that indica more like that uh kind of you know indica leaning but dude this stuff's pretty tasty as well and then uh, i do have some flour that i'm going to be dying of happening today Got a couple different uh, strings here. I have another one over here in the box, as a matter of fact, somewhere. I don't know where it went now. But uh, I've got some uh, LA Confidential, as well as some uh, GMO cookies. Because, you know, <sighs> your boy's got to grab it anytime he sees it. Uh, Sean and Ashton have got me hooked on the GMO. I'm not going to lie. Yes, sir. Dude, and That's then, sure. uh, last but not least, I have a little bit of some Kush cake. Uh, which I've really been enjoying. These are all testing pretty high as well as uh, far as the uh, GMO that's coming in at a very nice 29%. Uh, the LA Confidential at 32. Holy shit. Uh, okay, that's total ca cannabinoid. So more 27 actually for the LA Confidential, 25 for the GMO. But we do have the, uh, the Kush cake coming in pretty high at 31%. Um, wow. And then I also have a little bit of some, a uh, little bit of some uh, bedtime cookies bubble hash that I'm going to be adding in along with this herb inside of my little uh, phantom tip Christ, barrel uh, uh, Dyna keg setup. Check out this little guy. Shout outs to Joe Kinko. Like I said, guys, my cannabis buffet is like outrageous right now. I've just got all the things, and I'm probably I'm going to try to at least do a little bit of everything this show so i'm gonna be fucked up um oh shit and uh, that, my vape does, does that mean we're gonna uh we're, we might hear from uh a dude, who knows Ted Sean might make an appearance tonight ladies ah. and gentlemen you never know um but i do also have 
Shed Time, my Aspen Modco Monarch, Sean inspired me, busted it out, got the uh, Reload 26 on top with a neon lights chop top, just pulling it all together. Just look at how beautiful that is. Fuck. So so clean for anybody that ends up getting to see that the video. crazy right. face in the resin. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, that is that's honestly, my favorite. That's why I always show this side, dude, because it's like that is honestly face? my see dream it? mod. Like, so, like I go to I go to bed dreaming about Ted. Have, have, have you ever have you ever seen the cover of the Cure album Pictures of You? I'm sure so, I probably have at some so point. It's, I it, just... it's got a it's got uh, Robert Smith the singer, and he's like. His face is like surrounded by like these flowers, but it's in like this weird like artistic layers of yeah, colors. Yeah, I just and always stuff. look at it. It looks just kind of like a melting face. Like and yeah, the whole like, space is melting or some shit. I'm I'm very reminded of it when I or see or like that. that Andre the Giant face. You know what I mean? Something like that. But anyways, inside I've got some Duchess coils. Believe it or not, we were I was talking about them. I got some of them jammies in here. Some of those 28 gauge, two and a half millimeters, and uh, I've got some uh, McMango mayhem from our man mitch hoget and uh dude i've decided that this stuff in an rta is where it's at bro because it just like it just uh it not only that bro but i've also decided that the reload 26 is a fucking banger and if you guys don't have one you're sleeping on it like i know it's top airflow and most people don't really like the way it looks but god damn it this thing vapes fucking amazing um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got for vapes. One, just because it's that good. Send and uh, Ashton, what do you got? Well, no, I took like, up, like the whole show with that buffet. God damn. Just like my fellow comrade, I'm rocking one setup today, and I might as well spill the guts first on it. It's that sick new-ish method mo- method mech mods model S. I'm gonna be doing a collaboration with these guys here soon, so. Uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys should probably keep your eyes peeled. These uh, sweet little slide, yeah, slide, slide fire, fire. slide fire mods are whew, uh, on top. You know, it's just been kind of Christmas here for me this week because not only did I get a layer cake that I'm going to get into next, but I got a Goon LP that I ordered like three weeks ago finally that's sitting on top of it with some AJ Holland 4-Core .11s. And this battery's pretty dead, but it's still giving me the berries. At the end of the day, on top of that, it's fucking Boule Bolu, because, you know, with that stupid vape mail ban going on right now, I had to stock up on some of my favorite liquids and some stuff that I haven't had or tried or wanted to get, so we did that. Super jelly, bro. Yeah, did that these last couple weeks. Next up, I got that Trishel V2 and Blue Belly. With the layer cake on top. Inside that, I got some Breeze Tone 28s. They're hacked. I ripped a wrap off. I'm sorry, but it's just good. And inside that, I have Boule Bolu as well. Because I'm a fiend for bananas right now for some reason. Treading lightly with the vape stuff. onto the dabs. I'm rocking a little bit left of that Sensei Star Live Resin on the bottom. It's more like a crumbly wax. That's the runts. Can't can't go to the shop and pass up the runs if they're available and inside my grinder because i don't have any left in the jar it's the last little bit of that cement shoes from lifted and uh to be honest with you the flower's gotten better throughout like the end of the bag like it's kind of i don't know maybe the flavors have kind of peaked in the in the nugs and stuff or it's sat in my grinder and just kind of 
fermented in there. I don't know. I'm just getting really good flavor off that right now. Through last night, me and James were taking some dinosaur snaps. So I threw the old assassin stem. And this wannabe looking like uh, a peak rig, but it doesn't have any electricity to it. So it's dude. I love that that rig though, dude. Yeah, it hits like a. Peak. It literally. Lo- it looks almost like my. It lo- almost looks like that shine, bro. Yeah, it's you know like they're. It's like they're distant. They're relative. like they're Killing kindred, it. kindred spirits, bro. Yeah, and that's what I've been doing this week. Um, just yeah, great, great stuff, and that that's what I got, Uncle Chris. What do you have? All right, well. You know what? After like watching you guys and talking about all your fancy weed shit, and that's cool. Like I get it. I'm like the lowest on tone pole when it comes to this. But I'm, just, <laughs> I'm a grinder, boys. I'm a fucking grinder, and that's that's just the way that I li- I, I, I literally feel like I'm grinding right now. Um, but I will get to that. So what I'm uh, actually using for cannabis i got some jelly breath and Ooh. uh i picked this up from the dispensary i think it was last weekend i can't remember if what? i used it on the show last yeah. weekend but like was... dude just when i smell inside the bag like you just want to crawl in there so good right and so i was just like doing some research on it and it's actually like a pretty low thc strain but all the like the notes that people were saying and like I've been kind of uh, I've been using this like the last three four days like pretty hard like last night I went pretty hard in the paint and oh, dude we all did last night bro honestly like uh, everything that it says about it is like really ringing true to me so it's it comes in at like sixteen percent and it's just it's so full to me I'm really really digging it. Um, and of course, I'm using a Dynavap. I got my uh, Tectonic stem with the 2019 Phantom Bowl, just a regular captive cap. Using a torch, I got. I found actually um, a one, uh, like a one torch torch, like a one flame torch, I guess you'd say. And I was kind of digging it, but it's really finicky. So I've just went back to my standard uh, two. I don't know why I keep on wanting to say two torch torch, but two flame torch. There we are. And uh, it's working like a charm uh, for my vape stuff. Uh, my first vape setup, I got my custom coated Palmer's powders, Trishel V2. I got, I keep on wanting to call this a goat, which is stupid because it's the dang. Um, and I have a DHD chopped up on top, but I don't actually know what color it is. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's got like all these you like colors of sparkle. And it's gorgeous. Is it a hollow <laughs> or a unicorn? You tell me. It's James. like blue, but with a bunch of sparkles in it. It's more like purple. <laughs> that could be a midnight gem one. Could it's be a midnight gem. Anyways, gorgeous. it looks dope on that rainbow dang. Uh, the coals I got in there actually are some breeze tones 26s because I just love breeze tones 26s. They're awesome. Um, the liquid that I got in there is actually. I just got a bunch of new concentrates in, so I'm trying to get uh, to know them really. So this one's like only Wonder Flavors. And um, it was like my attempt at like, uh, I guess it would be like a butter scotch cream pie. Ooh. Is, is kind of where I was going for it. Um, um, I ended up using a, a, one of the concentrates in there that's throw me for a loop but it's giving me more ideas so i think that i might end up uh kind of converting it into possibly yeah that's exactly it. it's a midnight gem it glows in the dark bro oh really oh i have no idea. i have 
I'm going to fucking shine a light on it. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like, uh, anyways, ultimately, there are a bunch of new flares to me. I, I kind of like where it's going, but it was the first attempt just to kind of get used to them. So on that note, I'm going to go to my next setup, which has, I'll start with the liquid. Um, the liquid in here, I was trying to make like a banana cream pie basically i guess i was like going on like that pie train just like to get that little bit of the bakery not really it's more uh the up top part of a pie but i wanted to have a little bit of that base note in there and uh it's it's not bad it once again it's the first attempt and i only made it uh like three days ago so it's it's pretty early to still need a little bit to round out um but it's it gives you that good start point uh, but I, I'm rocking it. I actually have the same mod, so I got the Unicorn Vert. This one's like a brass prototype. And on top, I got the Skill RDA, and I got a Platinum Balls Shop Top on top of that. And uh, the coils that I have in here actually are some semi-nitro coils. Once again, 26s, because they bang. Last setup, uh, I busted this out because it had a flavor that I was really enjoying in it, and I have the Vandy Vape Gore, or however you want to say it, I'm going to say it Gore. And on top of it, I got the Creighton RT or RDA from Cyclone Mods. And this one, I can't remember, but it's another Chop Top. It's like the one with like the sparkles, but it's like That's definitely Unicorn Poop. No, I don't think it is. I can't remember which one it is, but I don't think that it's that. It looks good on there. I think that it pairs really well with a stainless, and it kind of like matches that body panel. It's, it's the awesome. hollow one. There it is. Hollow. There you go. And uh, the coils I have in there, I have some breeze tones, and I actually did a hack of my own in here. They're his twenty sevens with a wrap off. Ooh. And ooh. Eh, they're pretty fucking spicy because I was running on a mech, but this morning I put it on this mod. And uh, the liquid that I have in there, actually, this is. Um, this is like a, a future release, if you will. Um, I won't tell you the profile, but it's let's just say it's going pretty good with coffee this morning. And uh, that is everything for me. Oh, fuck. So is that everyone? Yeah, I was lost that's one That's it, bro. All right, I'll give back Man. to you, Sean, to, to guide us, bro. Dude, I'm, I, I just got to say to everybody out there listening who is already familiar with the Testing Grounds line. Because, I mean, you know, obviously we're a little bit privy to some of this knowledge. I can't wait for everybody to get their hands on the the, the upcoming releases that, that he's got loaded right now. Um, I'm very excited for them. You guys should be too. And I can't speaking, wait for people to figure out hear what they're called. I know, like I'm I'm very excited for this. So uh I'm honestly I'm pretty pumped and I thought I was gonna be able to like Make an announcement on Friday. Turns turn you know hey, that way. But hey, you know what? Good things come to real those soon, that wait. Real I soon. was literally gonna say the same thing. And you know what? The best part about this is is that we get to start building a hype train now. Because like I said, we already know what these flavors are, and uh, I I can say with some certainty I I have beta tested some of them from its their early stages. You guys are going to be extremely happy and extremely excited once these are available to you. Hot so fire. stay tuned Hot to UC fire. Testing Grounds. Big things are coming. And with <clears throat> big things coming, let's hear from the sponsors because I, I know a couple of them motherfuckers got some big things going on. So uh, we'll be right back. 
Hey bud, wanna buy a dime bag? Then you better check out ExoticLeafUSA.com. They got Delta 8 THC Moon Rock Flower available now. Not into the whole flower thing? Then check out one of their phenomenal gummies like elderberry, dragonberry, grape, blue raspberry, and apple. They're lab tested and delicious. Check out ExoticLeafUSA.com today and live XL. Dynavap, Dynavap, Dynavap. Looking to cut the cord on your dry herb vape? Dynavap. Trying to get the best taste from your herb? Dynavap. Ready to take your sesh to the next level? Then meet Dynavap, the best way to vape your flower or concentrate. Concentrates? That's right, your flower or hash can be vaped using Dynavap. Check out Dynavap.com to learn more. That's Dynavap.com. Lose the ash, Dynavap. What's going on, Shedheads? It's your boy, Frames Janklin. Are you looking to step up your match game or have a raw, copper, brass, or stainless mod or RDA that you're absolutely tired of polishing? Then you need to go and hit up my man, Ashen of Palmer's Powders. He does some absolutely amazing powder coating work. He offers many different colors and finishes at an absolutely killer price. This man is taking powder coating to a whole new level and he can make your setup an absolute masterpiece. You can go follow him over on Instagram at Palmer's Powders and you can go check out pricing on his website, palmerspowders.com. That's palmerspowders.com. And as always, let's just vape on, shedheads. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Sean Typhon, the Angry Hippie, and I'm back at it again. We're here today to talk about Unicorn Vapes, Inc., a fantastic Canadian company who's making outstanding vape hardware. If you're looking for an, a fantastic, high-quality mechanical device or an excellent RDA, and you're looking for it at a fantastic and affordable price, look no further than Unicorn Vapes, Inc. You can get your Unicorn Vapes, Inc. products at A reliquid.com that's a r e liquid.com check them out today i want you to think of your favorite rebuildable right now yeah okay so you have a layer cake in your hand and now you're about oh, sorry yeah that's not everyone's favorite that's just mine so think of your favorite rebuildable atomizer think about how good of a vape it produces for you now take that and amplify it and the way that you amplify that is you put in some Breestone coils. Breestone coils are handcrafted in Adelaide, Australia. They're made from some of the finest quality wire that you can get. I believe it's Wire Buddha. You take those coils, you take them out of that phenomenal packaging that clearly shows how much care that Adam puts on the quality of his coils and the insurance that you get them in good shape. You put them in that favorite RDA and guess what? You have coils that now sing better than Celine Dion. Go check out Breestone Coils. You can find them on localvape.com and also steelvalleyvapers.com. Solid. I hope you guys are ready to touch the tip because we are just touching the tip of the iceberg. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Dude, segways. Well yes, done. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, I sir. guess that's a great question. Like, when you guys, for, I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wait, what's the great like question? Like, if you guys got, though? like, this is a question for our listeners. That's what I'm trying to say. I've, I've taken too many dabs during that buffet because it was a little longer than normal. 
Yeah. But I, <laughs> so, question for all of our listeners: When you pull a fresh nug out of the bag, do you oh. pinch? Do you pinch from the top, like the very end, the tit, like the nice juicy end Man. of the nug, or are you like the guy that picks from the stem down, like the top of oh, the stem? Oh, dude, down? I'm base. I I fucking go straight to the base. <laughs> He's all yeah, about that thing. Going on this innuendo. I, yeah, dude, I'll go straight from the base. Like, I sometimes if I had like a big bed, like especially back in the day, if I had like just bought an ounce, I would go through. I'd find like all the smallest nugs, and I would like, I'd smoke them, and then I'd work from like the base up. And dude, I'd leave the end where there'd be like just like five crowns, just chilling there, and they all be so dense, and they'd be like the size of your, you know, the tip your last knuckle on your pinky finger, and I'd just be like. Boys, this session's gonna be fucking glorious. It's like fucking all just peak. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if that makes a difference or not, but like but I swear to God, I think bro, it did. It, when it in reality, does. smoked all like the small nugs, which majority of the time are more concentrated too. So, <laughs> so what's interesting, right? Is um, you know, part of today's show is really about like what we've just been up to these last few weeks. You know, we've had a lot of great guests on. Um, and like, obviously we like to give you guys a little insight into our lives from time to time, you know, I am like, Chris, though. I start from the bottom, work the way up. And that's the thing, right? Is that like, that's actually a smart thing to do because the way that a cannabis plant is going to, you know, direct its nutrients, it's always directing the concentrated nutrients to the top of the plant first and then working its way back down and out. So the tips of those nugs really should be the best, most potent, most well-fed, healthiest pieces of the flower. So working from that bottom up absolutely makes sense. Um, it's probably the right thing to do. <laughs> Dude, I basically, I think that the the funny way to say it is like every bud that I get, I literally Drake smoke that shit, you know? Because I started from the bottom, now I'm here. Uh, <laughs> whoa, right over your guys' head. Sorry, boy. Yeah. Hey, I wasn't expecting a Drake reference from I, fucking you. Hey, yo, I, well, you know Canadian, what? At the end of the son. day, he is Canadian, so yeah. I guess. No, no, but literally, I just sat here. I was like, Drake, Drake what? What? How does this apply? I was waiting <laughs> like, Is he talking dude. about like Drake's like dragons? Or, no. Like, what? <laughs> and he hit me with that punchline. Oh, oh fuck. Hey, dude. You got jokes today. Watch out, bro. Uncle Chris be sliding them in there, bro. You ain't ready for You're fucking hot today. (laughs) So, yeah, we we went ahead and posed this out there to the patrons. So if you guys want to jump in and ask us some deep questions for like a real deep Ask Me Anything episode that we're going to be planning for the future, you could always jump on the Patreon and uh, you have, obviously, first priority and we will be ask, answering all of those questions. So a little more incentive. Um, it's part of the opportunity right there. Um, oh, hey, since we're talking about Patreon, can I throw some of the new uh, um, AP design shirts to the Patreons? You absolutely can. Absolutely. fucking oh. oh, look at those. Oh. Oh. Wait, I don't even have one of those, bro. Yeah. That's that new new. Yeah, dude. I mean, I got I got some other Dynavap swag that we're gonna be giving to the patrons as well. Um, so there's a lot of cool stuff that you get uh, as part of being a patron. So if you guys want to go check that out, shedtimepodcast.com. The link Yo, is there. I, okay, so sorry. I like just on that note. I feel like that I could share some of 
testing ground stuff with the patrons. That'd be that'd be cool. Like just get some of their feedback too. Absolutely. Um, so you guys keep your eyes peeled. Like you might see some like label Easy. shot or something. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a little bit of a sneak peek. Mm-hmm. Sneak peek. Uh, that's, that's definitely yeah. possible. Because I just Absolutely. thought of it like as we were talking about it right there. Absolutely. See, and you know what? I don't have anything. He, he got his own Patreon, so go over to his Patreon yeah, yeah, there's that. and support the Frames Janklin Patreon so that this man can keep yeah, trying to make thing. vape reviews for y'all motherfuckers. Because, dude, let me tell you, that shit's hard. Yo. It's it, hard out here for a pimp. Right yo, now. it is getting, <laughs> hard out like, here. Like, <laughs> when it yeah, comes like, down to that shit, dude. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta, let's talk oh, about man, that for a real second, though. Like, uh, for for any of our listeners <sighs> who maybe don't know what's going on, uh, there's a vape mail ban that was slipped through into uh, the COVID nineteen relief bill. And what I think is interesting, and this is something that uh, the vape community kind of doesn't even think about when we talk about this vape mail ban. This is fucking the cannabis community as well, because well, yeah. their vape yeah, carts dude, are I'm all caught here, up like, in this, stressing the fuck out because. These guys in the cannabis industry are like, don't know what the fuck's going on, and they're just carrying on, you know. Yeah, dude. And it's kind of scary to think that. How can you differentiate um, a, you know, cannabis vaporizer from a nicotine vaporizer? You can't unless you know exactly what you're. Anything vape related with the business name vape in it, like Dynavap. What is Dynavap doing to curve this? Vape mail ban? Because technically, wouldn't their product be enlisted in the Pact Act? At the end of the day, right? Like, I mean, it is it, it is being considered a vape product, and the loose language of this of this uh, legislation says it's all of these vapor vapor products and any constituent thereof. It doesn't have to be nicotine; it's anything that can yeah. be used to vaporize something, and um, that even means something as simple as a cardo battery technically yeah. can't be mailed to a consumer, and. That's 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 fucking ridiculous right now. Um, not to mention like CBD cartridges, right? You can't mail a CBD vape cartridge. You can't. You you are gonna no longer be able to go buy a CBD vape cart or a Delta or Eight this vape whole cart. New de- this whole Delta Eight craze that's happened, you know, as of recently, like that's not gonna be a thing. Well, you know what I mean, All news people- about news about that. I don't know if you guys have seen that pop up recently, but there are. There are raids going down already. I've seen a few. I've heard a few mm-hmm. places that have been getting raided, raided for Delta Eight. Yep. Um, and what they're what they're arguing is that uh, the the overall THC level is what they're looking at, and because the Delta Eight now exceeds the point three limit to be considered hemp, it doesn't matter that it was hemp derived. So it's a sticky situation there. Yeah. Add on top of that, illegitimate Delta 8 products that are being found on the market right now that actually have high concentrations of Delta 9 in them. Yeah. It's getting sketchy. It's getting sketchy, boys and girls. I was um, waiting for this day. Yeah. It, Dude, it, I honestly, like, when this whole Delta 8 craze <laughs> happened, I was just in the back of my head thinking it's only a matter of time. Well, I think it's, 100%. Like, it's, it's, like, it's like when I everybody into... was going to want to jump on it because everybody's seeing how good it is. And it's the same thing with the whole cartridge situation to begin with. You know what I mean? Dude, everybody saw because... it. They wanted to get the biggest, the, the largest amount of money they could out of it and did whatever they could. Cut corners. You know what I'm saying? Well, Put stuff out. Like, so... I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying there's that 
that small group or saw the opportunity and you're like, oh, we got to yeah, jump Yeah, but dude, that goes for like everything. That's yeah, literally anything out there. Vaping went through the same thing. There's tons mm -hmm. of responsible companies that years ago would do everything right. You know, you have like a company like Smacks or something that are just going above board, making sure that everything's like done really well and they're being really careful with everything. But you just have other companies that are like, oh, you know what? We have a little bit of money. Like we can come in, make some noise, get money, right. get out. Yeah, and people absolutely. do that with the Delta 8 shit, or they'll be like, oh, man, I can basically just guys this as fucking Delta 8. And because Delta 8 yeah. will affect people and maybe make them high, uh, I'm just going to fucking gonna... slip in just like regular weed. Like, that's no one's, no one's going to know. Yeah, no one's so, going to know the difference. Well, so here's the These thing. Shitbag companies are everywhere. We, we have to understand that uh, the whole reason that this Delta 8 craze even happened is because when the farm bill happened and hemp became legal to farm and to grow in every state in the union except Idaho, because, uh, yeah, you, you weren't wrong, bro. I looked that shit up. You are 100% right. Idaho was like, yeah. no, we, we refuse to let you grow hemp in the state. Well, it's not even that. It's like now that we are surrounded by recreational or medical states, Idaho sees an advantage of you know, making money off of it as making you a criminal, crim, criminal compared to, you know, banking the taxes right. off. Right. Yeah, but you know what, dude? If I was like an Idaho citizen, I'd be fucking pissed even if I didn't utilize it as any sort of, you know, health benefit or whatever else, right? Um, I'd just be pissed because I'd be like, yo, the government could be making fucking bank on this. They're oh. not doing it out of principle. Everyone's going to go to all the fucking bordering states, give them a ton of fucking money, let's, and then my roads are going to be filled with potholes because they got no fucking cash. Let, let's back that up a little bit, though, okay? Because literally, we're just talking about growing hemp. Hemp, okay? Industrial hemp that could be There's used ropes. for CBD, fiber, for ropes, and all of these different things that we can use industrial hemp for. Damn. Idaho Whoa. said no. The only state out of all 50 states in our country that said, no, you're not allowed as a farmer in a right-to-farm state to grow one of the most profitable crops and, ecologically speaking, most helpful to you because potato farming, which obviously we know Idaho is huge for, robs that soil of vital nutrients that the cannabis plant will then return back to that soil. So it would allow these farmers better use of their fields. And their, their local governments were like, fuck you. But back to the point, when that all happened, the, the influx of hemp uh, farming went on. And then, of course, now we got flooded with CBD in the market. So the value of that hemp went way the fuck down. Because now there's so much CBD, everybody and their brother is selling a CBD product it's not worth fucking, you know, more than a couple hundred dollars a fucking kilo now. There's a mom and pop video only shop or like a video rental store here that has sign like every window in that store has a fucking CBD sold here sign. Exactly. And so what happened now that the value of that hemp, it has gone down. These producers needed ways to process that CBD distillate that they are now sitting on and make something from it. And it only takes a, a small amount of, of chemistry knowledge from high school to understand how to follow the process to do the organic chemistry to now turn that CBD into a Delta-8. And the problem with that is that this is A, where we get into Ivali, because 
we're creating a caustic substance to turn CBD to delta eight, and then we can further process it if we want to into other other uh, cannabinoids. Um, if you don't know what you're doing and you don't uh, neutralize that, we start, you know, creating products that are literally harming people. We have, you know, you can read it on on uh, Reddit in like clean carts and those different uh, subreddits about people getting delta eight carts that are literally burning their lungs. It's Ivali all over again, um, and it's because. <laughs> Oh. Make sure your bong is charged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Electric yeah. bongs need need power. Yeah. Sorry, Ted. Bummer, bro. Can, can, does it have pass-through technology? Did, did it the does. Go? Do yeah, you know? I, I, just, like, I would just rather have it charged. Yeah, I mean, it's not fully dead. It's just like I don't want to like have it die mid-rip. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's be honest. Nobody wants to be tethered. That's the yeah, point. That That's too, the point of our yeah. electronic technology, right? We don't want to be tethered. They I don't do want to pass be... through, but they they get all freaky on you. So like you can. I'd rather not. You know what I'm it, saying? But they, then I won't recognize that it's being still charged. Like to be 100 percent honest with you, anything with pass through, I don't really use the pass through option very often, just because like I w- don't want to run the risk of anything happening. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather it just be fully charged, unplug it, and then use it. Oh, shit, so, not only that, but I've got I've got plenty of fucking other shit over here I can dab out of. You know what I mean? It's just like I, I mean, yeah. Lest lest we forget, there's always the can of butane and the torch. Yeah, dude. We can go. And there's nothing shit. ever wrong with taking a nice dab out of your quartz banger. You know what I'm saying? Fact. You know, Speaking I, of which, I found that they have quartz inserts for the Puffco, and I'm thinking about picking one up to try it out. Fuck yeah, dude. Do it. To see what it's about science the only bro. thing is is there's like the price difference between all the different ones is like kind of crazy so it's just like trying yeah. to figure out do i really want to spend like the hundred and something dollars on one yes, or can i do. find one in the middle that might be whatever but i did find a place that's got like some decent ones that are like handmade by like a dude here in the states that around like the 80 dollar mark and i might pick one up and check it out oh i i can say this um because it looks like it's size perfect. It's got like the little indentation underneath to sit perfectly on top of the ceramic disc, which is a hard, the one thing that I had a hard time finding because a lot of them like had the inserts, but they just sat on top. Didn't really like, like fit onto it. Like the fit, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, so that's we'll the, that's the thing that I, I found when I was testing a lot of products at the vape shop when, uh, when it was still a thing here in the state, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, I liked uh, this one that I had picked up. Uh, it was a 510 da- connector dab apparatus, basically. And it came with uh, a ceramic, a titanium, and a quartz. Was it like the it. bolt or whatever? It, it was It was like the bolt, but it was Pulsar's version. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. So obviously it was like half the price, and it worked really well. Uh, the one problem that I ended up running into was that I damaged one of the heating elements, which caused the, the resistance to double, and you could no longer get the heat into that thing effectively. Other side note here. I'm full of side notes today. Do you guys ever, like, go to, like, you know, load up a dab, and you put a little bit in, you know, you put a little bit more, and the next thing you know, there's just, like, a fat-ass blob in there, and you're like, wait, I wasn't trying to do that much, but fuck it it's in there now 
Every time. Send it. Every yeah. time. Here well, we go. I haven't. I haven't like. You know, I haven't been able to afford the luxury of hash of any kind in a while, and uh, I guarantee you, when I can, I'm gonna make that fucking mistake every dab. I'm, every dab. I'm going to like, oh yeah, I'll be fine. I I dab like a boss every time, and I'm gonna put a fucking monster dab in there and be like, I haven't ripped a good I'm dab in like four months. No. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that fucking puddle going right now. Like he's going to take a couple of reheats to be able to finish this one. That's uh that's going to be a mean globber. Speaking of of sick pieces. <laughs> yeah. My Evan Cal's that I use, he just dropped uh some new ones. You guys could go check out Ecal's art on Instagram if you want to see some of the work this dude does. He just dropped this new one that uh, he did as a collaboration, I guess, with one of the guys in his shop. Phenomenal. It's this, like, fumed egg almost with, like, a beautiful brain in it. fumed eggs. Oh, oh my God. Gorgeous. Oh, my gorgeous. God. This Woo. kid's fume work is amazing. And honestly, I'm very jealous because he dropped fumed versions of the rig I own from him. And if I had known that that was going to be a thing in a few months, I totally would have bought them. Yeah, bro. Like, this thing, but completely fumed. I know. I know. I feel it in my chest. (coughs) It's a burning. (coughs) What's up? I see you've been doing some crazy shit over there in the shop, Mr. Palmer. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners if they're not aware as to some of the craziness that you've been doing? Oh, dude, can I show them? Can I show them? I can show them the real thing if you want me to. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Which one is it? It's not that one. It's this one. Just, just a special note. If, uh, if you're a patron member, you can actually watch the show and see this, this hot fire. <laughs> Look at that beauty. Dude, I was not, not watching. Um, so uh, if you guys didn't see, Ashton did a bunch of these uh, Mando RCM mods. And they did them all, you know, Star Wars theme, you know, like Django, Mandalorian, Boba Fett. You know, so they all look like those characters. Well, was, of course, I had to get one of these too, but I couldn't do it like everybody else, bro. I, I had to be different. And... Uh, Anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge Power Rangers fan. And most people say would know that like the Green Ranger is one of my favorites. But the White is also my favorite because uh, little to be known, he's the same dude. So like, yeah, fuck yeah. Don't matter. Green, White, I, I rock with him. Green Ranger is what so, we did. But technically we took the liberty white. of doing a little Star Wars Power Rangers collaboration. And uh, I'll let Ashton pick it up from here because... Uh, he killed it, man. Yeah, it's been a it's been a rough two months at the shop, I should say. Or I don't even know how long it's been with a day off, technically. I mean, Sunday's not really a day off because we do the podcast and then it's kind of a wash of a day. So I guess it is a day off-ish. But last week we rolled 149 M-Turk tubes and 144 caps. In 10 days. Jesus Christ. And, yeah, I thought, I don't, dude, my hands were, like, 
cramping. Like my, I had to pull my finger off the gun because my hands were cramping so bad. And then this week I did a bunch of truck stuff. So it was like receiver hitch, knuckles, leaf springs, a bunch of lift kit stuff, A-arms, brake calipers, all candy red. Mm. And during the same time, my buddy, big shout outs to uh, John, he um, helped me build a spray booth during all this time. So with the uh, the money that we made off the MTurk tubes and that good old stimmy check and taxes and bills being paid, I had enough money set aside to build myself a goddamn paint booth. So Fuck that's yeah, what's been dude. going down. So yesterday I went into the shop to clean up because my paint booth wasn't completely sealed up all the way. I didn't have <laughs> enough time. Didn't have enough time to do that while I was in the middle of a job and trying to get it done. So I went in yesterday to clean up my fucking mess that was everywhere. Kind of uh, let my anger get to me too much this week, you know. A little, little too much work, not enough play. Way. And so I went in yesterday and cleaned up and then had some fun. I called it uh, uh, Russian Custom Mod Saturday. So it was RCM Saturdays at the shop. I did a, did a Bonneville for Poon Sauce, and then I got into doing James's mando and that's been like in the works for a matter of the last two months like that's but yeah, since the mandalorian out. mods dropped this has been in the works yeah even like, before like we, we talked we didn't about even this have like months before they didn't even were here like so. yeah we didn't even have like we didn't even know if they were coming in yet but like i was like dude i'm getting one and this is what we're gonna do bro and then shout outs to our man will over at still valley vapors because he's a fucking g and he saw him he's like dude i'm getting 10 of them and they're coming straight to you, Ashton. And I'm like, so, bro, one of those is mine. <laughs> like it was one like, night it we're, we're chilling in Discord, and James is like, "Fuck this! I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw this thing out and paint." Yeah, so he dude, goes I and, literally like, fucking he copies and pastes <laughs> it. And this is like, this is what he comes up with is like this little colored in spot. You can't really tell because I got reflection is crazy. But yeah, there we go. Whatever. He draws this mod up, and then I'm, like, sitting there looking at it yesterday after I'd, you know, done Corey's mod and kind of gotten in the flow of things because I haven't been on a mod for a week now. I've been doing truck shit. Like, my brain's totally somewhere else. Yeah, there you That's go. I'll hold I up the mod again. <laughs> hold on. Leave it there. <clears throat> and, like, look at what he made. Yo, I think... Uh, look at how fucking close yeah, what I, he did is to what I've put... Because literally what I did was just took an RCM Mando and then just painted over the top of it. Like, yep. what colors I wanted where. And, like, what he did, bro. Yep. I think he, he got it. He made that shit fucking happen, dude. Yep. Yep. I'd say he got it. He got uh, it better than, like, I I think we could have even imagined it to be. Which is the same thing happened when we did the lightsaber. Same thing happened when we did that fucking uh, the, the Shed Time giveaway uh, unicorn mod. Bro. You know what I mean? That thing came out way better than we expected. Yo, for real. And that so that thing... means follow us on SoundCloud and you guys can get your hands on the goddamn thing. We want to give this thing away. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys. You like, guys, if you guys got to follow if us. If MTurk can sell out. 149 tubes and and hours and fucking hours you guys should uh go to soundcloud and follow us you know like within hours spam and, and get a free fucking palmer's powders mod like if you guys are a soundcloud follower you could have the chance at winning 
I mean, and like, thing. are we going to take the first 500 followers and that's going to be what's in the drawing? Yeah, basically, like, when yeah, we so hit 500... The odds are pretty fucking good. Yeah, like, you're, it's a <laughs> 1 in 500, and, you know, the reason that we're using SoundCloud is literally because I can actually identify you through SoundCloud, and and it's going to be easy. Compile a list. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that we won't be doing giveaways elsewhere. Trust me, Instagram, all of those things will have giveaways, too. But... Uh, yeah, man, we just we we started this thing. We really want to just see this one through, you know. Um, we're tell plan a friend. of action, and we're not going to give up. Yeah, on the plan tell of a action. tell a friend because, like, I tell you, it's 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 a cool package. It's a cool prize package. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of other people's podcasts lately. What? Uh, you yeah, listen dude. to other people's podcasts, um, dude. I've I, first things first. Berluminati podcast guys. Yes. Um, yes. Big shout out to those boys. You know Johnny and Jake. You guys heard him here on the show. Um, they do such a good fucking job, dude. Let me tell you, I've learned a lot about MK Ultra in the last. Yes, I. Days. Me for real. <laughs> this this this, uh, this Unabomber two part series they did was really fucking interesting to me. Can we get like a round of applause going? Like yeah, you know? like like I gotta I gotta like you know drop, drop round of applause here here because yeah. <laughs> um yeah dude the the amount of digging that they were able to do to really like put the whole Ted Kaczynski story into a really good uh, package for you to understand the story was outstanding. I would. Uh, I'm a big serial killer documentary guy. I like watching true crime stuff. I did not fully understand the amount of isolation that Ted Kaczynski went through from the very beginning of his life. Like, he was sick and isolated in a hospital. Then he ends up being, like, super fucking smart. Ends up jumping and graduating uh, high school by the age of, like, 15. Then ends up in Harvard at 16 years old. He's isolated in Harvard now because he's a 16-year-old on a college campus. And so there's like a special dormitory just for kids like that. Um, while he's there, he ends up in this MK Ultra experiment, basically, where he gets abused by a fucking lawyer and a psychologist for three years straight. Just keeps going back. Like, unfucking real Um... Those guys are killing it, and I just want to give them a big shout-out and remind everybody to go check out Berluminati Podcast if you haven't already because they're doing great work. But another one, and I want to, I want to get these girls on the show because they got our vibe. They got our vibe all day, right? This is called Bed Crime Stories. So this whole thing is these girls get drunk and talk about a true crime story. And it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> pretty <laughs> like, sure my wife probably listens to those people. I feel like uh, I've heard of that. It they do a great job. Like they're just drinking liquor or wine, and they're t- you know picking these crazy stories. Uh, one of the recent ones I was listening to was this mansion where uh, the woman who is there she's just ends up dead. Like, this little kid has an accident, and this woman who was apparently watching the kid ends up dead. And there's all these questions as to whether or not she actually hung herself from the balcony, or if it was murder. And they go through the whole goddamn thing. And, uh, good work. 
Yeah, I we drove like when we drive to Seattle and stuff, and it's just me and Jess. We'll listen to like the true the true crimes podcast and like some of those because like you can get real into them. They're fun. Dude, now, like they make them suspenseful, so you're like getting all fucking spooked and shit. I just think like it's it's crazy to think about like we could watch all these documentaries on A and E and all you know all the cable channels or whatever. Yeah, but, but that's Hollywood, dude. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they they put it together in that Hollywood way, and when you start getting into these people who are just passionate about this stuff, like you know what I mean. Like some of these people aren't here for money. They're literally doing it because they're literally obsessed with true crime and they're telling you stories you've never heard. You know, the another one of the, the bed crime episodes recently was this guy wins the lottery. Millions of dollars. Super nice guy. He's like buying people's houses for him to pay off their mortgage, like gifting people money. This fucking woman finds out about him and ends up like completely manipulating him so that he signs over all of his property to her and basically gives up all of his money. And once his money's gone, she ends up killing the fucking dude and burying him in the backyard. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. Yeah, what? Like this shit was in uh, Florida. If I, if my memory serves me correctly, it's only out for two seconds, bro. What do we start talking about? Like, what, what, what the hell? (laughs) What's going on here? See, Dav got him so good, he missed the fact we've been talking about true crime. That shit was lit, son. Um, I'm actually sitting. I've been sitting here looking at it. Like, should I finish it? What's your uh, said? Because yeah. uh, yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah it's Sunday, yeah. bro. You can't waste that shit. Which Dude, one was honestly, it? Honestly, bro, I've been going so hard in the paint on the fucking concentrates lately, man. It's been insane. Mm. It, it, well, it doesn't help that I've been taking uh, quite fe- frequent trips to the dispensary as of late. Uh, that's literally all I've been doing <laughs> lately is just going to the fucking dispensary, picking up like different shit, and just getting fucking lit. You found anything that surprised you, though, from all that? Dude, honestly, like, I found a couple things that I've been like, you know what, dude, this is, like, because you guys know me, I'm not really a sativa guy, but even though, like, I have said this a few times recently, that I'm kind of finding myself enjoying sativas a little bit more in specific parts of the day, you know what I mean? Like, when I get home from work, sometimes, I'm not, like, there's sometimes where I don't really immediately want to go right to fucking sleep but it would be nice to kind of just like relax and still be able to you know sit here and you know if i want to you know edit a video or something like that i could still get it done and not sit here and just be like uh you know vegged out but uh like to specifically this stuff right here this cindy white in general because there's two different ones that i've picked up within the last week that's had a cindy white cross this this one specifically is cindy white and grease monkey i haven't looked it up at all um, but it just like based off of the, the terpene profiles, it's got some of that mirror scene, you know, Sean, we, we love the mirror scene and it's got a little bit of that, uh, limamine in here as well. So like the flavors are very nice on this. It's, the, and it's kind of got like a, like a gassiness to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. Yep. Yep. But it's it's just like a nice fucking sativa that I've just been enjoying, dude. Because it doesn't get me like super fucking head high to where like I get paranoid. Because certain sativas do do that to me. But lately, I've been finding maybe that was more so in my head. Because like I, I they haven't been really doing it to me lately. 
Not only that, dude, but I was honestly surprised when I was able to find some shatter that they say is like a live shatter. Um, when I open it, definitely not a shatter consistency, really. <coughs> it looks like at one point it might have been, but it's kind of sugared up. Right, um, okay. But, dude, the flavor on it's straight up GMO, dude. Like a very nice fucking like garlicky, mushroomy onion. And the funny thing about it is like I do not like mushrooms. Not a huge onion guy. But like when it comes to weed, it's a different story. Like I like some funky stuff sometimes, dude. You know, because usually like I've always kind of put the funkier it is, the fucking stonier it's going to be. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of like always been something that's been in my head because there's been times where I get that real funk stuff. And it's like, dude, this shit's really fucking good. So I just uh, looked up Cindy White because now I was curious. And uh, it is a sativa-dominant hybrid cross between Cinderella 88 and Princess. Ah. It's a potency that won her her first place in the 2015 High Times Cannabis Cup is the People's Choice category. Nice. And that's their dominant limonene uh, terpene coming through in that crossover that you're that you're ripping so trying to think what else i picked up something else last week that i enjoyed the fucking shit out of and i don't know where it went um dude i think that cinderella was like the first strain that i can ever remember having that was consistent and people knew what it was like in the 90s like this dude that I knew, he used to like grow it, and it was like Cinderella. Oh, I remember what it is. Everyone would be like going fucking crazy for it and spending a bunch of cash on it. But it was, you knew what it was. Yeah, but I remember what the strain was I got last week that I really enjoyed was that uh, Wonderbird, uh, that Orange Sunset, dude. Ooh. Because that stuff was, it was like definitely more of like that live rosin sort of, you know, kind of like saucy sort of consistency. But dude, the flavor on that stuff was so citrusy and just like, dude, like the terpenes on it were just on point. And it's the first dab I took out of it, dude. Shout out to my man Poon Sauce with Nasty. Because if you guys ask, like you guys here on the panel, ask him about this after. I literally felt like I took like five mech rips off of this fucking dab, dude. Like cloud comp rips, like thick as fuck, dude. Just like the biggest dab I had taken in probably over a year. And dude, it tasted so delicious. And I was just so fucking just like mellow, just stone, just like sat back and just vegged out and watched a movie. Dude, that shit right there was some dank. It sounds fire. But it's one of those ones that, like, I happen to catch, like, on a sale, which I don't think happens very often anywhere else. Like, I don't know if, like, sales on weed happens in dispensaries quite often. but Not here in this state. Um, yeah, I think it it's just me. maybe old stock that they're trying to just, like, get rid of to cycle in new things, maybe. Um, but uh, I grabbed it because it was $20 cheaper than it normally is. And I was like, well, shit. In that case, I'll try it because I've always wanted to try it, but I didn't want to spend like $75 to $80 on a gram. Even though, you know, sometimes you get what you pay for. And with that one, I think, yeah, it's one of those ones you get what you pay for. And now I was like, now I can kind of see why this one's probably priced at that point. And you know what I mean? Bro, but, I, um, I'm, I'm kind of glad you just said that because um, 
we you know we we know that uh we got a a friend with a a family member who is a medical cannabis patient in their state yeah and uh their favorite strain happens to be BioJesus. And uh, I found one of my local dispensaries carrying it. Are you ready to know how much my local dispensary wants for this weed? Probably something outrageous. I almost shit myself. $100 gram. What? For weed? $100 gram of flour. What? What in the flying fuckery? I na- I nearly shit myself. Like honestly, here's the thing, bro. That's a joke. This is just my opinion. Okay, take that for what it is. I don't feel anything, anything should be priced over at least ten to fifteen dollars a gram, bro. Yeah, like I- it's just like it's it's fucking outrageous, so, dude. So now you know here's what I mean? the thing. Now here's the just, thing. I don't uh, know if that's taxes included or not. Okay. I don't care. What are the taxes? Even Let's so, like if 100%. that's not taxes included, bro, that's what? Going to be $130, $140 gram? Yeah, I don't know what the taxes are. It, well, depending on where you're at, you know what uh, I'm saying? In, like, in, in this state, uh, if I remember correctly, it's roughly 26%. Yeah, wow, so you, here it's you're looking 13. at almost $130 fucking dollar gram right there, bro. Like, I could be wrong about that number, but for some reason, I feel like 26% is the number. And uh, again, don't quote me. I may be way wrong. Um, and that's dude, what I'm I've saying. I've heard people like, up here that say that fucking weed's too expensive, and they're like, yo, it's like I don't even go to their dispensary. I still go to the same back channels I used to because it's too expensive. Bro, this gram of runs, bro, it's so $20. cheap, though. All right, let's let's find out the actual number. This this Sensei Star was like thirty five, and, and like you could find, you could still end up finding good stuff at a good price. It's just like you gotta like find the right brand or the right people that aren't trying to gouge you. You know what I mean? Because there are certain brands of like like some of the ones like this Crisco one in in, in particular. Like Sean said himself, they're somewhere that branching out, but their stuff is so. These are twenty five dollar grams, bro. Damn. Yeah, twenty five dollars. Like I, I, that's like I said the same thing. But dude, they are solid. All right, for what they are, you know what I mean. Like you can't beat that. So uh, now I know why the twenty six was in my head. the The actual recreational cannabis tax for the state of Massachusetts is twenty percent. So the reason my brain's thinking twenty six is because we also have a six percent sales tax. Yeah, or six and a quarter. So, so my understanding is you're gonna pay this this cannabis tax plus sales tax which that's why my head is thinking 26 so dude like a hundred dollar gram actually is 126 dollars and change crazy right and now again i don't know if that is a hundred dollars a gram uh with that 20 percent tax already rolled in and included you know what i'm saying um i'm not sure i don't know how that particular uh dispensary's price structure worked on on that menu and i also don't know if that's a, if that's a typo it's very possible. Dude, that better be it's a, a typo because straight up, like, I would be $100 like, Canadian get, for a half ounce. No, like, I get $100. That's got to be eighth. maybe like, it, it's got to be like an eighth or like a quarter or something. You know what like, I mean? That's like, outrageous, dude, for like and, fucking or, gram. Or, or again, it's 10 bucks. Okay. Or again, typo, and it's a $100 gram of concentrate. 
and it was just mislabeled as flour. Then again, all right, I or get it. It could just be they the decimal, missed the decimal, bro. and it's right. really ten dollars, but it they put it, it at a hundred dollars a gram. It, it won't be ten dollars a gram, not in this state. I have That's not, I have not seen any any flour in this state be ten dollars a gram. It's dude, I don't even spend. Damn, over dude, like that's that's like yeah, that was real. Talk ever. about like the that's like the most real feeling of being ripped off so well so now but here's the thing all right it's like it's legal but we'll rape you. i'm 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 now looking at a a list and this was compiled as of 2017 so some of this information has changed and there may even be more people to add to this list but massachusetts wasn't even the highest tax rate uh washington at 47.1 percent is the highest on this list uh, that would be followed by California at 40.3%. Uh, and then let's see after that, Colorado, 33.3, Nevada, 33.2. Um, then you would have Alaska at 24.7, uh, Massachusetts and Oregon at 20 and then Maine at 10%. So that's crazy. (laughs) Maine's uh, Maine's an interesting situation in cannabis though, right? Because like Maine has a state 10%. Maine though is to have their own tax on top of that though, like state tax. No, Maine, as I uh, well, maybe that's like there may be like a sales tax in Maine. I'm not 100%. Yeah, because like New Hampshire's one that's got no sales tax. Right? Correct, correct. Yeah. Um, but Maine's like one of those weird communities where uh, it's almost like the Humboldt County of the Northeast. Like, that's where all of the Northeast best growers seem to be. So, like, I feel like that's that is a result of a lot of these just old growers in the backwoods in Maine being like, no, we won't stand for it. I mean, I remember talking to uh, an old grower from Maine back when I was managing the vape shop who came down. He's like, listen, I don't care that it's legal. I'm still going to grow it in the woods without anybody knowing gorilla." Because that's just how I grow my weed. He's like, I don't know how to only grow 12 plants. I know how to grow 200 plants at a time. And I'm not going to change. <laughs> so, it, it Maine's like a, a, a unique world of cannabis. And uh, I love it, honestly. Because there is some absolute fire coming out of Maine unbelievable yeah dude it's crazy up here like if you go into like a government-ran dispensary you pay 13 percent, and that's like total because that's what the just the goods and services tax and the provincial sales tax is 13 percent. we have like a hst here called like a hybridized sales tax and that's all you pay so if it's a hundred dollars the ounce you pay 113 dollars taxes in out the door see that's the beauty i think though of having a completely federal system going right is that like you guys have a fully regulated federal cannabis system everywhere else we have to make it up state by state and there is no consistency the laws there's different consistencies in those taxes but it's the same 
idea, right? So like some provinces, they'll have a different thing. So they'll pay like BC, I think it's like 12%. Um, Alberta's 5% because like they don't have to pay a provincial sales tax. They just have to pay like the federal one. Okay. So they have like no provincial, so like the equivalent of no state tax, but there's still a federal tax. Um, Ontario is a hybridized sales tax, so it's 13. I think that like some of the maritime provinces like Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island are like 15%, but there's no addition. Like it, it, that even goes for alcohol as well. Like if you go in and you buy something, it'll always be the, it'll be the tax in money. So if it says that it's like, I don't know, 24, 60 for like a 26 or like alcohol, like a 750 ml bottle, that's what you pay. When you go up to the cashier, you pay that twenty four or sixty, and you walk yeah, out. Taxes are included. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and I it, guess weed's kind of like that too. In um, our state, it's it's weird. Like we don't put sales tax on clothing and food, and alcohol gets considered food, unless the food's been prepared. Yeah, see, there's certain foods here. Like if you go in and you buy like a box of Oreos, right? You'll have to pay tax on that. But if you go in and buy like bread, milk. And butter, you don't. It's there's no tax on it. Yeah, in my understanding, I think in Massachusetts, my Oreos won't be taxed, but a cheeseburger from the the fast food place will be subject to sales tax because somebody's had to prepare it. If I go to the deli and buy like a pre-made sandwich from the deli at the grocery store, yeah, that'll like be subject to to sales tax. But again, buying all the things to make it, none of that'll get taxed. And yet, like I said, alcohol gets rolled into that. So there's the alcohol tax, obviously, but that gets rolled into its cost. Yeah, the, like if you go buy pop, you're paying tax on it here. Yeah, like so, like beer for sure, you're you're going to be right. Well, so like it's like things that are not good for you, they will tax it. Um, we have but we if have it's a like bottle a deposit thing. Like you won't pay tax on diapers. See, like I have a bottle deposit, but I don't have a specific like i won't have to pay the sales tax so like i won't have to pay that six and a quarter percent on my beer but would you on pop do you have a like a can deposit i have i have a bottle deposit yeah so like anything that's carbonated in my state i i pay an additional five cents that is just i don't do that for like unless it's beer or alcohol is probably rolled in because you can take back alcohol bottles, but you, it will not affect the price when you go out. But for beer, at most places, like um, it'll be rolled in, but it'll be broken down on your bill. So if you buy like a two four, like you'll it'd be like two dollars and forty cents will be rolled in, and then you get to return it for two dollars and forty cents. Yeah, see, so we'll get five cent. We'll get a nickel for every bottle or can. Yeah, see, we don't get any for cans. Like, I could drink 100 cans of Coke a week, and I'll get no money unless I want to, like, take it to an aluminum see, recycling that's crazy. and get paid per pound. That's how that's how we do it out here. Because, yeah. honestly, like, w- for us, like, it's not worth us, like, saving, like, anything other than cans and taking it to, like, a recycling place ourselves to, like, get paid back for it. Otherwise, it's just, like, we put it in the recycling bin and, like, let just like the county take yeah. it and recycle it. I'm not going to lie. The bottle deposit thing in Massachusetts has been a lifesaver. I mean, back in the day as a teenager, you know, uh, my old man is an alcoholic. Uh, I, I won't even sugarcoat it. He's an alcoholic. Dude drinks way too much beer to even mince words. But 
that bottle deposit hooked the brother up and bought me and the homies a lot of cannabis. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, my alcoholic father would be drinking fucking a 12-pack of Corona a day and then stacking up all the empty bottles in this corral that he had on his in his yard. And he was too fucking lazy to go take him to the, to the redemption center. And so he'd always tell me, like, listen, you want to come to my house with one of your buddies? Load up as many times as you want and redeem them. You can keep the cash. Fire. Say word. <laughs> Dude, pops. I can't count how many times I saved cans and fucking bought a bag of weed, bro. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the thing. Like, that shit has paid out on a number of occasions. I've, I have come up with money, you I'm know. fucking 30 rack of fucking beer. Right, you know, what I'm saying? You know you come up cans with... from the last time around and go turn them in, then you get yourself another case. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing is like, no, unfortunately, you don't get the you don't get enough money <laughs> in in Massachusetts from the thirty rack to buy a thirty rack because you're only getting a nickel per can. Well, yeah, you gotta save. You gotta save, you gotta save some like, for a couple times. You know what I mean? You gotta, like, you gotta party a few that, times before you can get a free one. <laughs> I want that full cash back shit. You know what it's I like mean? Like you buy ten, get one free, bro. You know like, what I'm saying? For real, I want that full cash back, like. If I'm spending fucking two fifty on a bottle of beer, and then they're gonna get me two fifty back when I bring the bottle back, fuck yeah, bro! All right, so now you would I'm only get a nickel bottle. back. Like let's yeah. say you buy a beer, bottle like a four, like a forty of Saint Ives, and you take that back. I'll get one nickel. That? One nickel. Oh, dude, That's you it. get like fucking forty five cents up here for that shit or something. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll get a nickel. Like if I buy like a bottle of Bacardi and I take it back, I think it's like forty or forty five cents. I won't get shit for a bottle of Bacardi in Massachusetts. It's trash. You don't get anything for that. There's no bottle deposit at all. That's for us, crazy. it's only things that are carbonated. Oh, gotcha. yeah. It's so only it's anything you don't get in a bottle or a can. It doesn't matter what. Yeah, it is. see, it's so weird. Yeah, it has, has to, to be like, carbonated. Wine bottles, you don't even get shit back for. Right. That's correct. That's a sparkling wine. Correct. And Dude, even that then, I don't even fucked. think. And even then, I don't know if they'll even accept them because, like, uh. I haven't drank a sparkling wine in forever. I'd have to look at the bottle labels now. Um, but I don't even know if they actually are redeemable. They may they may not even be redeemable. Um, but yeah, it's weird. Like, if you guys ever look at, like, you know, obviously the U.S. people, uh, if you ever look at a, a bottle of soda and it says the, like, uh, M-A-N-Y, whatever, redeemable five cents, that's that's literally it. We get a nickel if we take that back to our redemption center. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, it's cool that you get that for pop. You know what I mean? But, like, if you have to pay that and you have to go back just to get your money back, that's fucking bullshit. So, it's well, that's the thing. It's like, you got to figure, all right, like, a 20-ounce 20 20 ounce Mountain Dew will cost you just under two bucks, maybe even two bucks, depending on where you buy it here. And then you're going to get five cents back when you redeem that bottle. Yeah, that's bullshit. That doesn't really incentivize recycling at all. No, like that makes me <laughs> want to recycle, but it doesn't make me want to save it to get the money back. You know what I mean? Like I'm all for recycling. Like I'm a huge fan of recycling. And I always recycle when I can. But I, I mean, I'm not I don't dogging think that it. I would care enough to save it for the money. And I'm I, and I'm not dogging recycling as as a concept, but like the point of the bottle redemption money was to incentivize people to recycle. And if you're giving me a fucking nickel and the bottle costs me two bucks, it's really not an incentive. You know? 
if you're giving me cash back, you know, if you're saying, all right, you get the two bucks back, bring the bottle back. Okay. Well, dude, even if it was 50 cents. Even 50, yeah. yeah. Here we get 10 cents for a can. See? He'll get 10 cents. Well, for shit adds up faster. That means that if you buy like two 12 packs, or I mean, you got $2.40, which is almost enough to buy another 12 pack. Exactly. Like, that's at least it, it further incentivizes the process. Like, it's crazy, dude. You, you look at like that corral would be filled up with, you know, stacks of 12 packs. You know, all the way. Yeah, I've got. I filled up a gas tank a few times with taking a bag of cans to the fucking recycling thing. Yeah, we'd we'd be able to uh, get home, and then you'd have to get some more cans to put more gas to go redeem them here in Massachusetts. <laughs> Dude, I remember like when I was at university, uh, I knew this guy, and he lived with a bunch of people in this house, and this house always had like parties. It was actually that house. That I talked about that one time, uh, but the ghost story thing with the organ in the basement, the old oh shit, home. yeah, dude. Like so, this dude like rented the basement from them because they just wanted more money, I guess. And like he was, he was kind of a strange cat, you know what I mean? Like he was a nice enough dude, but he was kind of a strange cat. And he was like, he had no cash, so he'd be like that dude to be going through like the ashtrays and grabbing all the fucking cigarette butts and rolling them, whatever. And he would, like, always be like, yo, can I, like, take back the empties? Like, we're starting to get a lot of empties. And, like, you duck, I'm seeing some fruit flies, you know? It's, like, it's kind of getting messy. Like, shouldn't maybe somebody should take those back. Like, I, I can do that. And, like, that would be his way of, like, going, taking all the empties back and, like, fucking grabbing, like, a dime of weed and, like, a pack of, cig- like, real cigarettes. And, you know, like, a 12-pack of beer or something. I never had that commitment. The only time I would ever I've ever returned like a lot of bottles was like working at golf courses in the past. We used to uh, like we collect all of them and then we'd separate them at the end of the day and we'd take that money and we'd use it for like a staff party. So like by the end of the year, you'd have like three, four hundred dollars worth of recycling, like of beer cans for recycling. And you'd be able to buy like fucking steaks and beers and like have like a real good barbecue kind of thing as like the That's end dope. of the season congratulations like that was worth it but at the same time i was also getting paid to do these things so it's not like i was taking like time out of my own day to like separate everything or then return them all whatever but right you're not well, sitting there like building a build fucking bottle and can for it in your backyard waiting for the day to go redeem them you know yeah it's like oh dude i'm uh, working on building a two-car garage out of just Beer bottle empties, it's going to be fucking dope. <laughs> now, see, you said that. If my old man had just saved all the money, his dumbass could have built himself a two-car garage. Yeah, dude. And in New England winters, a heated two-car garage, godsend. Not yeah, to mention dude. that just jumps the fucking house value through the roof. Um, he fucked up. Missed opportunity, old man. You'll never hear this. That's like like one of those life lessons that you can learn that like, even though it is five cents and for some people it's not worth it, like that avenue is there that you can do it. You know what I mean? Like you were to, let's say that you had a lot of trouble saving money. Well, if you happen to fucking drink a lot of beer, uh, you just save those and that's like a bank of money right there. Like if your dad had have just done it himself, like he could have put that money towards something like you know, you used the money, and you obviously uh, it worked out for you. And yeah, your friends, we bought you know lots I mean? of we- bags of weed. That's for damn. But like, sure. you, dude, if you think about it, like you collect anything, that's just it. Like I used to be the hugest fan of collecting change, right? 
And like up here, it's a bit easier for me because we have $1 and $2 coins. But I used to pay for everything I could buy with bills. If I was buying a coffee every morning, I would pay with a $5 bill and I'd take that change, throw it in my pocket. And at the end of the day, when I walk in the house, I put my keys down on my table and I had this like big ass, like uh, it was like a one gallon juice jar or plastic bottle, whatever. And I just pour my change in it. Dude, I think that I used to do that all the time and I would save up for stuff and I'd be like, okay, you know what, like it's time like I need to buy what I wanted to buy, but I don't really want to just like waste this money that I have in my bank account. And I'd be like, you know what, I need to go check my change jar. And dude, I'd have like a thousand dollars in my change jar because I would constantly be like breaking bills and throwing like, you know, if I buy a coffee, I throw a loonie and a toonie in. So a two and a one dollar coin, boom. That day I saved three dollars and change just from that one transaction. Next day, same thing. I might end up buying lunch out, and then I get ninety-eight cents back. Dude, we need some one and two dollar coins, bro. For real. Well, dude, well, let's save saving and some more. We we dude, have dude, one dollar coins. Gang, I save gangs of coins, bro. But all I get are like quarters and like nickels and dimes, so like twenty-five, ten five cents you know what i mean like i don't have like oh. a bunch of dollar coins right. i can See, just throw in dude, a jar if you have a roll about. of two dollar coins like a roll of toonies it's 50 fucking dollars dude here's so, like, what i'm saying you're rolling it up and you're like well this is like my sixth toonie roll that i just finished it's like i have 300 dollars just in two dollar coins fucking bangerang son so here's the thing though right it's like yeah. we are we are as i as human beings working our way towards a cashless world like let's be a hundred percent honest that is literally the direction things are going we will at some point probably never actually physically have folding money ever again and i think the equivalent to that is these banks that do that shit where it's like for every dollar you 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 know you spend it rolls up to the next dollar so that way, like if you're spending seven seven eighty nine, it's gonna roll up to a nine dollar charge and deposit that that change into a, a savings account. Yeah, I have that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's literally the digital equivalent to just throwing those those coins in the jar. Dude, I even have an app on my phone. Like it's my banking app, and it's <coughs> called like Nomi or some shit, which I don't even know what it stands for. But it basically just like analyzes my account. And every so often, it'll just like pull money out and into a separate savings account because it's like, yo, like, homie, you're not even spending all your money and you have this extra cash. I'm just going to snipe this away, put it somewhere to keep. You probably won't even notice. And then one day you're going to look like, dude, the other day I saw it and they enabled this thing like maybe two months ago. And like my bank account always like rolls around, you know, around the same amount of money. And I, always, similar I don't like go to zero. You know what I mean? Like I, I try to keep like that big ass buffer in case something real right. bad happens. And then I, I don't have to like move money around or whatever. But yeah, so I, I never even noticed. And I was like, fuck, dude, this fucking Nomi's bullshit. Like I've saved fuck all. And then I like scroll down on the app and it shows like Nomi account. And dude, there's 350 bucks in there. I was like, like whoa, I don't even fucking notice. Like Yo, I right? saved three hundred fifty dollars without even trying. Thanks, Nomi. Like I don't know what you mean, but you're killing Dude, it. I need for to me. find one of these apps. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like yeah, I had I had one of those apps on my phone. I'll be right back and ask Jessica what it was because we both had it. Yeah, Pause. I want yeah, to know. This is like through my bank. Like this yeah, is through the Royal Bank. I think like my RBC. bank has something like that. I need to look. I gotta, I gotta find out if I can do this with my bank because, like, yeah, this it, it won't go crazy. So, like, then I started noticing, and it would just like snipe fifty dollars here and there. 
It wasn't taking Dude. like three hundred dollars. Yeah, take yeah. Shit it out, bro. Five I, cents. I literally open up the app on my phone, scroll down a little bit, and it says, "Great news! We found a way to get you to save about three hundred and eighty bucks a month." Yeah, dude, just enable that. See what happens. Like, if you can't handle it and it's like affecting no, you, I'm, I'm gonna read then about you just, it first. I need to read it. about it. Well, let's just say, like, I've see. I've heard of these these things, and like a lot of it is it it analyzes your your spending habits, and so like it knows that like all right, old boy, you know, at best drops this account to this number, and so then it knows like all right, for safety's sake, we, we're not gonna take fifty. We'll take you know twenty bucks here, and then all right, this week. 13 and then this week uh, he he was real light on his spending so we can snag you know 25 and i think it's fucking brilliant and i think like this is literally one of those amazingly easy ways that any of us can achieve some sort of goal because if you just do that and forget about that money being there next thing you know dude that goal is reached the app was called digit did you? Yeah, see? So, like, it's just, it's, like, enabled, and it has 350 bucks in it, and it's just, like, snipe $50 here that. and there. It's, it's, it's done it seven times. That's Boom, dope. Just, and honestly, man, like, this is the thing. So, I have a tax-free savings account as well, right? So, I just told myself, I was like, yo, at first, I thought that it wasn't working. So, I was like, dang, dude, I'm going to have to start putting my own money in this tax-free savings account because, like, I need to start saving a little bit more money, whatever. And then I was like, what dude i fucking saved a bunch of money and so then i'm just gonna like slide that over into like because this gives me no interest but my tax-free savings account even though interest rates right now are fucking trash it'll still give me something um and so like just build up that number you know what i mean and that's like what i needed as a kid fuck i needed that 10 years ago. i needed that five years ago that's what i'm saying like i mean i'm i am horrible at physically just moving the money from the one account to the other like I won't even front. We we tried doing it physically, like putting cash aside to take it to the bank. The envelope still has the money that needs to go into the savings account. Yeah, the fuck dude, is wrong with easy. us? Like yeah, I, you know, hey, dude. But I that is it. so. But that's the thing. That's fucking easy. I don't have yeah. to think about it, and it just happens. And now all of a sudden, I've got this like crazy savings account that I forgot about. Yeah, dude. And like all I have to do is just. You know, maybe if I want, I don't even have to, but once every six months, I can just roll that money into my tax-free savings account. It's one login on my computer. Like, it's not like I have to roll into the bank, talk to people, do a bunch of shit, fucking put my pin code in, then ask me how I'm doing. I don't need to worry about any of that shit. I just, like, have to literally sit down on my computer, which I do every evening anyways, and I just sign in, and I'll just slide that shit right over. Boom. Dude, money saved it's Love it's it. genius i think uh like i said i think that needs to happen and for all the listeners out there it's kind of weird that we have been so all over the board today and we're going to close out the show on financial advice from a bunch of stoners but uh yeah dude i'm the worst too <laughs> but like honestly i feel like i'm getting better as it gets easier but i think realistically this is something that we really could put a whole show together on is you know like Financial practices for potheads, because, I mean, let's be honest, we forget things, we overlook shit, so being able to find ways to automate savings, automate bill pay, stuff like that, is huge. It allows you to set it and forget it, why Why would that be a bad thing, especially when it comes to, like, the savings, that's, that's dope. So uh, we're coming to the end. I'm going to spin it around the room and uh, let everybody say their piece. And uh, since we were just talking with uh, 
with you about it. Let's uh, let's send it over to Uncle Chris. All right. Um, yeah, I'm excited if we do talk about money because, like, I love fucking numbers. Um, anybody out there, if you don't know, uh, I'm a huge fan of numbers. Um, I love, like, just sports because of numbers. Like, I like sp- watching sports, but, like, I love sports more for numbers sometimes than I do for the actual, like, athletic ability of people. Like, I just love it. It's weird because I don't really love math. But I do love numbers, and I love like looking at shit. Like James knows, like dude, when he first started his YouTube, I used to like go on it all the time, and I'd be like looking at the analytics of like where people were listening from and how many new viewers he had, how many views he would get on a week, all these stupid things that like ninety nine point nine percent of people don't give a fuck about. But like for me, that's interesting. So if we do end up having that episode, I'll be fucking probably really stoned and enjoy a lot of it. Um, all right, so. Yeah, you guys just go shedtimepodcast.com. Go check out all the hard work Sean does. Go follow us on SoundCloud. Get, uh, we're getting closer to 200, which there's going to be a giveaway. Um, and it's going to be for pretty much vape stuff, uh, including um, my liquids, uh, which, like I said earlier on, by the time we get that rolling, like there could be a, a decent lineup of liquids. So you, I don't, I'm not saying that you should wait because you should definitely go right now. Cause you might get like a fatter count if you know what I'm saying, but just go do it. Just please just go, go follow us on SoundCloud. Um, you can check me out on Friday nights on the green, the green stew Friday. Uh, that, whoa, Friday nights on the green room, uh, on frames, Jankle vapors, YouTube channel. Uh, you can check me out on Tuesday nights. I'm mixing it up. Uh, this week, actually, I think I, I think I'm pretty sure we're doing like a one-on-one flavor house. So it's basically all concentrates from one-on-one. I'm pretty excited for it because I'm actually pretty flush in those concentrates. So I'm really looking forward to this week's episode. I'm also really looking forward to the one that we're having next week, uh, which I, I'll probably just spill it right here. We're gonna do a wonder flavor one, um, and there's actually this uh, competition going down right now in like the DIY world that was, it was put out by, I think noted, um, which is another YouTube mixing show that uh, they're doing like a giveaway for every flavor that wonder flavors makes, which is like hundreds um, for the best wonder flavors only recipe. So that, that was kind of why we started doing only flavor houses. We were building up towards this. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm hopefully going to be able to submit like something that I'm genuinely like proud of and, and hopefully it does well. So you guys will have to check out that following week's episode, which I'll remind you this weekend. And then, uh, yeah, if you guys want, you should go over to UncleChrisTestingGrounds.com. You can pick up some overdrip custard that's available right now. Also, you can get some Macy coils, some Say Natural coils, and I do have cotton bacon. Um, there is going to be some things getting added to it really soon, so you guys will just have to keep your ears open. Um, and yeah, maybe you guys should just look out because maybe there'll be some sort of uh, an announcement this week. But I will be uh, passing the information along to Sean that he might be able to put it up on Patreon. So anybody that is a Patreon, you'll be able to find out on there what's happening with testing grounds. And uh, yeah, that's everything for me. So I'm going to throw it to Ashton. Well, this was a, a spitball of an episode. We went from here to there to everywhere. So that was that was fun. Um, 
this week I'll be jumping into back into a bunch of vape stuff, getting some Merle stuff done, getting some method mods done, some custom orders done. I know I got some cap jobs to do to match up some of those mandos we were talking about. And yeah, so overall it should be a pretty mellow week for me, um, which is definitely needed. And it's going to be fun because I get to spray in a big booth. I get to spray mods in a huge booth. You know how crazy that's going to be? It's fucking mind-blowing. But anyways, uh, if you haven't checked out palmerspowders.com, we got shirts up there now, hoodies, t-shirts. I know zip-ups are coming. I know tank tops are coming for these warm days. And uh, yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, Jessica made a new design, and it's fucking sick. So uh, go to palmerspowders.com, get yourself some swag. And uh, if you haven't, hit the follow button on the Instagrams, Facebooks, wherever, or just fucking Google me and uh, what you got, Frames. Uh, of course, as always, shout out to the Shedheads tuning in. As always, of course, like everybody said, check us out on SoundCloud. If you haven't followed us, definitely do that so you can take advantage of that giveaway that should be coming up soon. Hopefully, if you guys go over there and follow us, that is. Um, of course, you can check me out on Fridays, like Chris said, on the green room with Sean as well doing her damn thing i think uh this week we might actually be doing things on a saturday uh special uh, edition shit shit uh, that might change but there's possibility i may end up having to work on friday night so if that happens we are going to push the show back to saturday and it might be a build-off situation i'm not sure we're going to talk about it more this week and figure it out so stay tuned for that um of course uh like sean was saying earlier i do have a patreon if you guys want to go over there and support and uh help me out with uh, my YouTube stuff that I got going on over there. Uh, of course, uh, it's greatly appreciated. And with all that, guys, of course, uh, if you guys want to see, you know, vape reviews and stuff, you can definitely st stay tuned to the channel, Frames Jenkins Vapor. Other than that, you'll catch me here every Sunday with the boys doing the damn thing. Going to send out all the positive vibes, crisp high fives, and as always, let's just vape on and shed time our faces off. And uh, thanks back to you, Sean. Well, as we come down to the very end here, uh, of course, I want to thank everybody who listens each and every week. For those of you who, you know, go on binges and download 12 episodes at a time and just go nuts, like, you guys are the best. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, it really does mean the world to us that we continue to see the growth that we see. And um, I really just, you know, I, I need all y'all's help to keep telling everybody you know about the Shed Time Podcast, to keep giving us those five stars on all of those platforms that you like to listen to. That way uh, we can keep showing up in suggestions and, uh, you know, keep doing this thing and keep building up bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I, of course, want to give a huge shout-out to our patrons, uh, Anthony Ramella, DC Rackley, uh, Oh, God, I'm drawing blanks here. Uh, suburban Dirt Farmer and uh, the Shady One, as he likes to be known. So uh, big thanks to, to all of you and your support. Uh, it really does mean the world to all of us. So stay tuned, guys, because we're going to keep trying to do bigger and better things with this show. And with your help and support, we're definitely going to make those things happen. Remember, dreams really do come true. So, uh, yeah, ShedTimePodcast.com. Uh, of course, you can go over there, pick up merch as well. Hit the little merch link in the drop-down menu. It'll take you to a couple of different places where you can buy ShedTime merch, Frames Janklin merch, Angry Hippie merch. You know, it, everything's linked up there. You can get to PalmersPowders.com from there even. 
pick you up some Palmer's merch. Um, yeah, it's it's all there. It's all there. UncleChrisTestingGrounds.com, of course, to get you some of that fantastic e-liquid, those excellent coils that he's selling, or even just some cotton bacon. Don't forget, those prices are Canadian, folks. And you yeah, shed time. Yeah, shed time, which I forgot to say. Uh, yeah, and you shed time as your code get you 15% off. So, uh, you know, big shout-outs to everybody one last time for being a part of this. The, the Shed Time Podcast means the world to us, and we've been having a great time doing this over the last year, and we're looking forward to continuing to do this many, many more years. So with all of that, don't let the bastards get you down. Be cool, don't be a dick, and whatever it is that you do, make sure you're having fun. It's the Shed Time Podcast. We're rolling up, and... Peace.